This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Brian. So in terms of uh, places with this team that we feel good about, positions or uh, you know, even wide-ranging concepts or whatever else. Uh, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw out a, cu- uh, a few really specific ones. I guess out first. The first one that I feel really good about. I don't know how you feel here. I feel really great about Robert Prince, the new wide receivers coach. That's the guy who I, I think that when you watch the way that he teaches and the way that you know he's out there really coaching these guys up, that makes me feel good about his ability to get the most out of this receivers room. Robert Prince is a guy who's been really impressive to me so far. No, I, 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 I totally agree because you look at, you know, you look at the situation at, at wide receiver and they've had some guys step up and I, and I even mentioned Turpin, you know, yeah. the first thing that people tell you at the Cowboys was returner. They, they said returner first. They didn't say wide receiver first. They said returner. And, you know, you look at this kid, to his credit, he's come in, he's he's jumped right in, he's a small guy, he's made some plays. You know, I think he's found a way, you know, we'll see what happens is, you know, in the games as a returner. You know, he could be like Lance Lenore in that game in 2016 where they punt him the ball a couple of times at the Coliseum there in Los Angeles and he fumbles it and you're like, well, no more Lance Lenore here. I mean, I know practice squad and all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, I've been I, – I have been impressed with their ability to get guys like Turpin. Noah Brown's a veteran guy, what, six years, I believe, in the league now. And, you know, there's people who say that Noah Brown's kind of what we used to call all-Valley Ranch, all-star, you know, that kind of yeah. – where they practice their ass off and then all of a sudden Cedric Wilson comes along and completely puts them on the bench kind of a thing. So – I would say Prince, like you said, he's done a nice job getting some of these receivers. Uh, you know, Simi Fajoko mentioned him. So, yeah, you got to give him a, a lot of credit. I'm going to give some credit to – I'm going to give some credit to these the Cowboys linebackers because yeah. I kind of feel like, though, I think late Vander Esch, Parsons, you know, when Cox has been in there, I think he's been – I think he's been just fine. You know, this group's kind of figured some things out. And so I am, I kind of like what I've seen with the Cowboy linebacker. I know we, a lot of praise will be put on the secondary and what the corners have done. You know, the, the one-on-one stuff was a, just a bad day at the office. But I, I, I do like what these linebackers, every time I've seen defensive plays, it's been somebody in that front seven. It's usually a linebacker finding a way to the football. Yeah, I think Leighton Vander Esch has been really, really good, as a matter of fact. And I know there's some excitement 
within the Cowboys in terms of how he's looked and how and they will not get Barr. I mean, Barr's going to jump in there. I mean, he, you know, you'll probably see him, you know, uh, you know, maybe, maybe get some work this week, maybe likely, you know, charger week, he'll get some better work there. But, you know, they went out and they added a guy to a position that I kind of felt like they were pretty good at right now. Yeah, that was, I guess, my uh, the one area that I was a little puzzled by the bar signing was that it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you're, you're telling me you don't need a receiver, but you do need a linebacker when your linebacking cores looked really good out here in training camp. That that was just the one thing I didn't Well, totally... I, think, I think what happened there, Bobby, is that the Cowboys – we're working on the bar deal for a while. And all of a sudden it was high money, high money, high money. And then once camp started, bar said, okay, I've got to get in. And, you know, it came down to a couple of teams and the Cowboys being the one team. So I think this was one of those things that they'd been working on well before they got to training camp. And did it happen to hit at a really strange time, right when the James Washington injury, like he said, sure, let's, let's go play for the Cowboys. And so I don't know. I think this was one of those, we're working on it. We got it done. It just fell like at a funny time for them. Yeah. I think that that's probably an accurate depiction of it. I do think, I wonder if, the James Washington injury spurred the action from Anthony Barr because he was concerned, well, they're going to go spend money on a receiver. I better go get my money now. And so I I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Uh, Some other areas where I think this team's look good or where I feel good about this team, especially coming through this practice, is that no matter what has been going on in these practices, no matter how bad they've struggled the offense, the two-minute offense every single day has been better than the defense. They move the ball. The first-team offense moves the ball down the field in two-minute offense pretty easily just about every single time. Um, and so I feel really good about when they get into those hurry-up situations that this offense in, in late games, if they need a score, I feel pretty good about their ability to get one. Yeah, I kind of feel like, the you know – I feel the overall though the offense has gotten better since the pads have come on though overall yeah. I think yeah. now to and me the first day of practice came yeah the first those first play. several practices my God they couldn't get, they couldn't get out of their own way and so I think I think Kellen Moore's getting into a pretty decent rhythm uh, the protection at times has been a little spotty but when they've gotten protection they've made some good throws the guys have made some good catches. But you're right about the two-minute stuff. When they get in that hurry-up mode, that's kind of always been Dak Prescott's game, though. You know, the the hurry-up, 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 and play that way. He seems to have a really good feel for how to make that work. So, yeah, I I, I agree with you about the two-minute stuff and the offense. I just think overall uh, they're getting better in, in those regards. And some of the stuff in the red zone has been a lot better as well. Is there anything about this offense, this defense, anything else, just about this football team that not only do you feel good about, but that you you feel good about now that you didn't necessarily feel good about in camp? Anything that they've changed your mind on in a positive way? Well, I, every time I've watched Tyler Smith play, you know, the big problem he had at Tulsa was holding. Yeah, I haven't seen him really bad off balance. I know they've spun him a couple of times. And he's whipped on some things. Block that happens, 
But the one thing I haven't seen is I was worried, okay, are they going to be able to coach him out of those hands going outside the framework of the body? Where he's been really good is he's kept the hands tight inside. And so you haven't seen it where, like, he gets off balance and he's just grabbing and tackling guys. The guy that's grabbing and tackling guys, you know, is Kelvin Joseph. That's the grabbing and tackling guy going on. But because when his technique gets bad, then he grabs. But but with Tyler Smith at Tulsa, when he was bad, he'd hold, he'd be off balance, and then you get the you get the flags. I haven't seen him off balance much, and I haven't seen him hold uh, at, at, at all in in a, in a bad way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think one of the areas where we can feel really good about this football team, and obviously it's training camp, so things may change and everything else. But I think the defensive tackles has been have been really, really good out here. Oso Digizua, Tristan Hill has been more consistent. Um, I still think there's some days where it's it's not all the way there, but he's been more consistent than we've seen in the past. Chauncey Golston's been good. Neville Gallimore's been good. John Ridgeways, I think, made some some good plays in the run game. Uh, so the defensive tackle group, I think, is a strong one for them right now. I, You know, going into this, I felt like the whole defensive line, that was the one area when I watched practice, when it was the OTAs and the mini camps, I felt like that was the best coach group, and I felt like it was the group that had the most players, the most depth at the various positions, whether it's defensive tackle or defensive end. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I think another area where – you look at and say, I think some people had a question of, okay, was it a flash in the pan or whatever else with J. Ron Curse? I think J. Ron Curse has come out here and it's still clear he's one of the big leaders on defense. He's still making really good plays, kind of filling the alleys. He had a pick six on Dak on Saturday. Uh, the J. Ron Curse thing is encouraging to me because it looks like it's not just a one-year wonder. It looks like that's just who he is in the context of this defense. Yeah, I feel, you know, I think you're absolutely right. I think the safeties as a whole has been just a pretty good group because you start to think about things, you know, when you look at the, the way that they play, they've been really good when it comes to the ball getting on the edge and those guys coming from, say, depth to have to make a position, you know, to have to make a play. I mean, I I really, really do love what I've seen with you said with Curse. I'm, I really, really do love what I've seen from Bell. I think Bell, I think Bell, I, I didn't realize how damn big Bell was until I stood next to him on the field. And I'm thinking, this is a good looking football player that can move, that's physical and all that, that'll take on blocks. So if you've got Bell as one of your on the 53, and I think you initially had him as one of your 53. Yeah. That might be that might be the the you know you start to talk about the undrafted guys that are going to make this football team at least through the first couple of weeks here. Bell would be a guy that I would say has got a really good shot of making this team. 
Yeah, another area where I think uh, a less discussed area. I don't think there's anything we've talked about. Brian, do you think there's a shot? And I, I think I mentioned on the podcast that this was uh, – I was chatting with Todd Archer the first day, and I was like, hey, what's your surprise move at camp? And he threw one out to me, and I think so far it might be right. Will Greer hasn't looked terrible at times. I think Will Greer's looked all right, and I think Will Greer's actually been better than Cooper Rush at these practices. You know, it's funny you say that because I was talking with Calvin Watkins on the phone today, and he and Michael Gelkin of the Morning News were trying to come up with their 53-man roster. And I I think we all just assume that they're only going to carry two quarterbacks, you know? And I don't disagree with you about Will Greer because there's been some times where Cooper Rush has just thrown the ball into an area, and I'm like, did he not see that guy? Okay, okay. Before we go any further, did you see Cooper Rush try and throw the ball away at practice the other day? And he almost it, hit Jerry in his tower. Hit Jerry in the tower. I saw it was halfway up the wall. Have you ever seen anybody throw the ball away 20 feet in the air at a practice? He was, that was awesome. That was he, impressive. That was so impressive. Cooper, yeah. Cooper Rush, for those of you that don't know, Jerry's in a tower, what, 20 feet over the practice field? 20 feet in the practice field, yeah. He's up there. Cooper Rush is rolling out and goes to throw the ball away. He doesn't just throw it to the sideline, though. He throws it. 19 feet in the air and hits just a foot below where Jerry's sitting. I was standing next to Nick Eatman at DallasCowboys.com, and we were like, that's the quickest way to ensure Will Greer is quarterback, too, is you take out the owner in his tower. What are you even doing throwing the ball that close to the owner? Well, I'll tell you what, though. You know, Will Greer has has shown, like, that arm angles and the slots yeah. and stuff like that. He, 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 you, you see a little bit of that stuff that – you saw it with him when he was a top-flight quarterback at West Virginia. So as it stands now, would you have Will Greer's quarterback, too, on this football team, or would you still say Cooper Rush? Because we did see Cooper Rush go on the road, loud environment, win a road game, you know, throw for over 300 yards. Do you think that's enough to keep him at quarterback, too? Well, I, I think that's what they probably think. But I, me personally, I've always liked Will Greer. I, I If you asked me to evaluate both coming out of college, I would have had Will Greer above Cooper Rush. So – I was thinking, yeah, I, w- I would have thought that that would be a that'd be a pretty good fit for you if you can make it work. And uh, fun fact, you know who signed Will Greer to the University of Florida coming out of high school? Was that uh, our guy, uh, our quarterback coach? There's one Doug Nussmeyer. Nussmeyer, yeah, yeah. There's a fan. There's a fan there in the building who's been. Oh with no, them. that's why. That's why he's here. That's why he's here. That's why Will Greer's here. Yeah. Yeah, so th- th- those sorts of things matter. But there's just some of the areas that we feel good. Need sponsors, man. Got to have sponsors. That's the biggest thing. You need to have somebody that's going to sponsor you. And, Garibay, uh, is my, Garibay might have a sponsor. That might be what he needs. He needs a sponsor. I don't think anybody wants to hear that right now, Brian. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody wants to hear that he's sponsored. Boy, a sponsor kept Greg Zerline here all the way through the end of the season. So sure did. Sure uh, did. totally possible. Are right, you listening to the Love of the Star? The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.